Marie Manucheri Show is streamed live over the internet. So if you have friends or family members living outside of the Seattle area, wanting answers to life's questions, encourage them to listen to the show and to call into the show to talk with Marie. If you are interested in receiving guidance on an issue in your life, call Marie locally at 425-373-5527 or toll free at 1-877-825-8828 for her insight into your situation. Looking for a weekend getaway in a beautiful setting and the opportunity to further empower yourself? Well, then join Marie in Sun Valley, Idaho for the 12th annual Sun Valley Wellness Festival, May 22nd through the 25th. Marie will be a presenter at this year's festival and will be teaching the class The Energy Medicine Experience on May 24th, as well as a three-hour workshop, Change Your Beliefs, Change Your Life, on May 25th. This is a great festival full of incredible speakers and activities. For more information, visit www.sunvalleywellness.org. Looking for a great place to get the word out about your business? Then why not advertise on the Marie Menu Cherry Show? The Marie Menu Cherry Show reaches a diverse group of listeners from all around the world and was just recently voted one of the top five shows on KKNW. Aside from a professional website, how many outlets do you really have to promote your business and literally reach across the globe? The Marie Menu Cherry Show has a listening audience that ranges from the U.S., Scotland, South Africa, to Australia and beyond. Become part of the show and let the world know what you have to offer. Go to www.energyintuitive.com or call 425-825-5671 to find out more about advertising on the Marie Manu Cherry Show. Rates are reasonable and the opportunity to grow your business is substantial. Made fresh each day for you. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 16 years of professional healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My medical background combined with intuitive insights and skill in moving energy have been a catalyst for transformation in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. I'm Marie Manu Cherry, and this is a show where energy and medicine meet, and we're live on Thursdays now here in Seattle. And of course, you can listen to this streamed over the internet either at my website, www.energyintuitive.com, or KKNW's website at 11:50 a.m. So either way, you can listen anywhere in the world online. Uh, you can also call in, and those numbers have already been broadcast, but sometime during the show, I'm sure Eric will pass them out whenever we need to. How about right now? Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to call in today, we'd love to hear from you at 877-825-8828. That's 877-825-8828, and that is toll-free. Or if you're in the local area, we'd love it if you would call in on 425-373-5527. That's 425 Five two seven, and uh, I just want to point out I'm answering the phones today. Yes, so thank you very much. Be patient with us; <laughs> we will definitely get to your call if you call in. Um, so just uh, go ahead and do that if you would. Uh, give give us just a little patience is all I'm asking. Yes, Eric's yeah. doing double duty for me today. I so appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Just getting a little exercise from all the Valentine chocolate. I, right? yeah, I, I need to burn <laughs> off some of that Valentine's chocolate. When you don't have a Valentine, you you make it up you with actually extra chocolate. More. Yeah, that's right. That's right. 
Um, I also want to just thank everyone who attended the class yesterday evening. It was our first class at the Redmond Town Center Marriott in the courtyard. Beautiful hotel, gorgeous room, and the facility treated us very, very well. And we last night I taught reaching out to the other side. So I spoke to family members and friends who live on the other side because I'm also a medium. And I taught about mysticism, the fourth dimension, the fifth dimension, the third dimension, crossing over, getting stuck, ghost things of that nature. And I just had a wonderful time. In fact, I actually saw some childhood friends of mine. Well, you know, like teenager, junior high teenager friends, um, some siblings of a, a woman I used to hang out with, and I knew their family quite well back in the day. So it was really fun to see everybody. And so I'm just putting a shout out to everyone who attended the class um, last night and letting you know that March 18th, I'm teaching the class, Learn to Communicate with Your Spirit Guides and Angels. And that one is going to be super fun. I'm really looking forward to that one. So today we're talking about the fifth chakra. So we're talking about the throat chakra, which governs the thyroid gland, the mouth, the teeth, the gums, the cervical vertebrae, the neck, you know, anything in this upper GI area, the esophagus, the voice box, the tonsils, you name it, adenoids, all of those areas of your, of your body. And it's about personal power. It's about speaking your truth. It's about saying exactly how you feel. I believe that truth sets us free. And a lot of times people in communication with friends or coworkers, bosses or lovers, they tend to hold back their truth, which I think reduces your power. It, it makes you not fully aware of a situation. It makes others less accountable for what's going on if something's bothering you because you're not able to communicate it well. So I think communication is very, very important. And on the earth plane where we all live and exist, this is our major form of communication. In other time-space realities, individuals actually communicate through mental telepathic conferencing, which I think would freak everyone out if that was happening on the Earth today, because imagine the thoughts that you have about others. And if they could hear your thoughts, wow, would not be pretty. It would be actually quite scary. So it's great that we haven't evolved to that place where we can read each other's minds, at least most of us, or that other people can read our minds. But we do need to become very clear with our language. And our language is a representation of who we are, how we speak, the words that we use, and our ability to speak clearly. So that's what we're talking about today. When I see someone speaking um, truth, I'll see a heat wave of energy that moves from their throat chakra expands through many time-space realities and hits the place of their highest consciousness, even if they're not living in their highest consciousness. And when this truth energy hits this time-space reality, higher energy is returned to their body and personal power. And personal power is not having power over anyone. It's really about being vulnerable. It's about um, being feeling that you're safe and open and available and vulnerable no matter what's happening to you. Whenever I think of personal power, I always get a picture in my head. It's like a metaphor that lets me understand personal power. And I always see a monk completely naked, meditating in the middle of a freeway, and it's pouring down rain. And he knows he's safe and that he's having a sacred moment and all is well with the world. So power is really about vulnerability, not anything about power over. So why don't we go ahead and get to our first How caller. do you know he's a monk? <laughs> because, well, he looks like a monk to me. You know, it's, it, <laughs> I right. feel like I'm in the middle of Bali somewhere, you know, and uh, he doesn't have any hair on his head and he feels very spiritual and in tuned. And so okay. my impressions of monks, you know, come through and that whole experience. Very good. I just thought <laughs> if he's completely naked without the robes, how do you know? <laughs> I think that was a great question. That was adorable. <laughs> well, talk about a great question. Uh, I'm sure Michelle from Woodenville has one for you. And Wonderful. let's go ahead and bring her on right now. Great. Hi, Michelle. Hi there. How are you? I'm doing good. Thank you. Good. What can I do for you today? Well, my question and tying in with your question 
is in my marriage, when I um, am speaking my truth very much more now than I ever have before, because you have uh, opened my eyes to the question of what do I want, mm. keep asking myself what do I want, and mm. it makes it really clear for me um, when I go within what I want for a life partner or a husband, mm. um, and when I deliver um, how I live my life with my husband and what I want, I find I'm, um, there's like this, I feel like we're pulling apart in mm-hmm. a sense because I don't know if he can meet me where I'm at. And do you also feel him kind of pushing up against you, like it's threatening when you start to speak your truth, like it's more uncomfortable for him? I think so. Yeah. The message that I'm getting about it, and of course I haven't even got to your question yet, which I would love to hear. Yeah. Um, but the the first images I'm getting is that this is really, in you know, what you're experiencing, the discomfort and the seemingly disconnect, it's about him. On, I know on a deep level he wants to have a deeper, more authentic relationship with himself. And you're kind of pushing him in that direction, which is, I think, healthy in a relationship for us to lovingly encourage each other to become more of who we are. Right. But he has fear about it. It's a scary thing for him it, on a maybe in a, on a subconscious level that, of course, he's going to have to change to some degree, you know, and I think a lot of people are uncomfortable when there's change. But whenever we finally get to a place where we can have a more peaceful, authentic relationship with ourselves, then it is so much easier to relate to others. Totally. Absolutely. So that's kind of what's going on. And, and I know that's a hard place because I'm sure you've tried to describe to him how, where you are and what you're feeling. And I, I see him listening to the best of his ability, but somehow whatever you're saying to him, it's not computing in his brain. Right. And I know enough not to like take that personal. It's just where he's at. Excellent. That's, that's wonderful. Yeah. Have you thought about, you know, approaching it from, you know, is he wanting to have a deeper relationship with himself? And, and that's what you've done. That's what's helped you to, to become more aware of your path and, and what is the next best step for you? Have you tried using language like that? Um, <clears throat> I'm, you know, I'm not sure. I'd have to take a look at that. Um, I know I'm much more um, pulling. I'm not as forceful as I used to be or mm. angry, so I'm coming from a more loving and patient place. Wonderful. And more of a guiding place rather Wonderful. than a in-your-face place. Yeah, that's wonderful. Which seems to be working a lot better because that's just how right now he just, is in a very vulnerable place of self-awareness, and that makes it worse. Mm-hmm. Right, it does. At, at the time being, when you're in that space, it's so scary, even though it's very empowering. Right. It doesn't feel that way. You know, we humans have a different kind of social belief about power that's very opposite from the right. essence of power. Right. You can have just as much power without being forceful. Absolutely. I think he's, you know, I think that he's right on the crest of, of having a breakthrough Oh, thank for you. Himself. <laughs> You're welcome. That's what I want to find out. I'm like, oh, my God, I feel like, you know, how much longer I'm waiting for this man to awaken. And and what I would encourage you to do is to just love him the way he is. Okay. You know, I mean, clearly the two of you very, very much care about each other. And when I look at it, and of course, you can disagree with anything I say. Yes. And you're in it, not me. You're in right. this relationship. I don't see him doing anything that, you know, that's so distracts you from living your life and and growing in your life you know it's just that he has this like intensity and neediness that you Uh, know the victim thing that just kind of drains me sure that's a challenging one yeah trying to hold where i'm at and and it just it just kind of sucks the life out of me (laughs) if you let it 
Yeah. No, that's a challenging one. Yes. Like you said, hold your truth and speak your truth. And Right. Um, and then when you speak your truth, the, the interesting part of it is then you let go. You can, you let go and let whatever's going to happen happen. And yeah. Not be caught up if that person understands your truth exactly. or believes in your truth. I plant the seed. I do try. I do listen to your show. I do, you know, I am trying. I so. think you guys are doing great, by okay. the way. I, I know it's challenging, but I think he's on the crust. Uh, and so that means right on the edge of a breakthrough. Okay. I actually see him like maybe in the next couple of weeks, maybe even having an emotional breakdown, crying and right. just his really... His dad's in, in passing. His dad is in oh. hospital. We think that oh. in the next couple of weeks, he might lose his dad. So. Okay. And that could be part of it. That could help him, that grief, that whatever he's going to go through with his relationship with his okay. dad. And he'll be better for that then is what you're saying. When he gets to that next oh, level, yes. it might just get him I think it'll take the edge off for you that place where you're waiting because it's almost like you're waiting for him to do some growth so that you can move forward and and I'm going to encourage you to move forward regardless of how someone in our life is is where we think they should be anyway right yep because that's what could propel him also to make some changes like honey wait for me wait you know right as he runs up to you and wants to have this relationship with you so that's what I'm recommending okay and keep me posted. Okay, guy will. And I'll send beautiful light to your father-in-law, and I wish him, you know, uh, peace in his passing. Great. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for calling in. All righty. So power is, is, is an unusual thing. You know, it's, it's something that as a, social, as a society we have, we think that if you're a president of a country, that's power. And that's certainly a form of power, but anything that has power over another human being isn't authentic power. True power is about embracing each person's individual power and their self-worth. And and so it's not about how much money someone makes or the job that they hold or how much authority we think a person has. It's really about integrity and self-awareness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, if you want to give us a call with your questions or comments, we'd love to hear from you at 877-825-8828. That's 877-825-8828. Or 425-373-5527 if you're in Seattle or Bellevue area. That's 425-373-5527. And we've got another caller on the line right now. We've got Steve calling from Everett today. Great. Hi, Steve. Hi, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Good. What can I do for you today? Well, I got a question. I'm not sure if it relates to the fifth ch- uh, chakra or not, but I uh, have such a lack of self-confidence, mm. and um, I question everything I say, think, and do, and I've had this pretty life, and I'm just wondering uh, how I can stop being like that so much. It's I'm kind of tired of being that way, and think I'm ready to uh, move beyond that. Well, first, I'm just very proud of you for having the self-awareness that your mind is doing something that you believe is holding you back and not really propelling you to be your beautiful, wonderful self. So that's huge. Self-awareness is 50% of the work, I think, you know, and consciousness, the expansion of consciousness is about self-awareness. And so you're just doing fabulous. And, And here's the thing I think a lot of people think when they're in that self-awareness, you know, this has probably been going on most of your life and probably even more intense than it is today. But now you have an awareness of it, so it seems 10 times bigger or worse. But it's probably actually calmed down a little bit, so much so that you could actually look at it. Yeah, I think that's true. Yeah, congratulations. That's wonderful. And are you a Virgo by chance, or do you have Virgo in your chart? 
Do you know? Mm, maybe a little bit. I got a lot of Sagittarius. Okay, well, Sag- Sagittarius is a nice fire sign, usually more outgoing, um, you know, usually right. more self-confident. But Virgos, you feel like a Virgo to me, how you really process uh, information. You're, you know, in my mind, you're constantly looking at and analyzing what someone said, how, how you project how it affected you. Then you comment based on that projection. You'll even project weeks in advance on a meeting that could occur. Oh, you cut out there. Yeah. Oh, I cut out there? Yeah, you said I project weeks in advance. Yeah, so like, let's say you have a meeting scheduled, you know, and I see you projecting, like worried about it and projecting what could potentially happen, usually something negative. So I'm seeing fear, potential fear. And so then you're all prepared for an unusual, uncomfortable experience that may not actually happen, right? So I'm seeing a lot of worrying and future projection about things that may not turn out well, and you're trying to like take down the fires before anything bad happens. That's what I'm experiencing. Is that true? Yeah, yeah, I think that's true. Why do you think uh, I do that so much? Well, I'm just going to categorize it as one thing. We're just going to call it fear. You know, you've already done so much great processing and analysis of your behavior. I think we're just going to call it fear and call it good. Yeah. You don't have to worry about it anymore. And and what what I would love for you to do when you notice that you're being self-critical or hard on yourself or worried about anything in your life, and you don't have to do this every single time you have that experience of your mind moving in an uncomfortable place for you. But what I'd love for you to do is to stop your mind and do your best to think of something that's completely unrelated that will actually make you feel some feelings of happiness. So the feelings of stress and kind of fear, um, some sort of discomfort, actually feel comfortable to you more so than Woohoo! I'm I'm doing great. I'm a wonderful guy. You know, I'm a wonderful human being, and I'm doing the best I can in the world. So you're gonna find a, a way to get happy. You're gonna think of something that makes you feel happy, and then you're gonna hold that happy feeling for 17 seconds. This recipe actually comes from um, the authors of um, oh, what's it called? Oh my goodness! It's Esther and Jerry Hicks, and it's the allowing, I can't even remember, the law of allowing, that's what it is. I'm sure we'll get callers telling us what the name of the books are. So you're going to, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, usually, uh, I think within myself, uh, I'm okay, but it's when I have to deal with other people that I get real uh, uptight, I guess. Mm -hmm. So even in those moments, if you're in those moments, of, you know, about to have a meeting or you're going to connect with someone and you notice your mind going into self-critical thinking or worry or doubt, that's when I want you to use the 17-second exercise. And what will happen is 17 seconds of happy feeling will erase thousands of hours of negative thinking. Okay. Okay, so in in a while, after you do this for a few months, and again, you only need to catch like 25% of of what the negative thoughts are in your mind. Um, after you've done this for a little while, your vibration and your frequency will actually pick up and you'll be vibrating in a different place that's not so close to negative thinking. It'll be much easier for you to have that self-confidence that you're looking for and a stronger sense of value and self-worth because you're a great guy. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah, you're a great guy. Okay. Is there? I was wondering, uh, do you scan like people's uh-huh. Body or energy field, and and see yeah. uh, blockages or whatever. I was wondering if you could do that give for me you. Some... Sure. And yeah. as I'm scanning, I'm I'm kind of stuck in your glutes, so I'm in your seat, if you will. 
And um, that's an indicator to me that letting go of the past is challenging. So that's not great for the sciatic nerve or the colon. And also, also when I look in your root chakra, I can see fear f- that originated from growing up. So part of what you're experiencing is just leftover fear that probably your parents had about life in general. You know, it didn't have to be that their life was horrible, but some people really get worried about life and fret about yeah. a lot of things, right? And so, yeah. so this is connected to the first chakra. It's about first family issues. And so I would help yourself let go, you know, maybe even repeat a mantra in your head that says, I'm willing to let go of the past and be present. You know, okay. And, okay. And that will help that root chakra so that your colon will have more energy and your sciatic nerves and the coccyx and all of that. Yeah, sounds like a good plan. Good. And keep me posted. Let me know how it goes. Okay. Yeah, I uh, live in Redmond, so I'm thinking about attending one of your workshops there at the town center. Wonderful. Love to have you there. All right. All right. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye-bye. So today on the um, Marie Manucherry Show, we are talking about the fifth chakra, although we were just talking about the first chakra and letting go. And personal power is located in the throat chakra. So when you speak your truth, the words you use, the language, the questions that you ask people. So I always recommend people to really speak their truth, ask what they're really feeling, not thinking. So when you ask what you're feeling versus thinking, then you are more aligned in your personal power rather than processing or thinking from your mind. Yeah. So how are we doing on the phones, Eric? We're doing great. And uh, maybe I scared people off when I said be patient because I'm <laughs> answering the phone today. But uh, we actually have some lines open, and I'm more than able to get <laughs> to, to those phone calls. So yeah. please give us a call if you want to talk to Marie today. Uh, we do have a couple phone lines open, which is a rare thing on right. this show. So you might want to take advantage of that and give us a call at 877-825-8828. That's 877-825-8828 or locally 425-373-5527. That's 425-373-5527. And right now we've got Noreen on the line from Redmond. Great. Hi, Noreen. Hi. How are you? Um, I'm doing pretty good on this beautiful day. Good. Great. What can I do for you today? It is gorgeous out there, by the way. Yes, it is. I think it's like 56 degrees. I know. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Spring, spring is springy. <laughs> yeah, just beautiful. Um, I'm kind of at a crossroads, um, for wife, um, and, and I'm not quite sure which direction to take. Plus, I have a daughter who moved a year ago to Colorado, mm-hmm. and would love very much for me to move down there as well. Mm-hmm. So, so do, you, do you want to move to Colorado? Part of me does, part of me doesn't. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. See, I think you need to be, like, more excited about it. You know, it's like, if it's a woohoo kind of experience, then I'd say pack up, go to Colorado. But yeah. I, I can feel your hesitation. And and so I, I'm thinking that's probably not the best decision to make, right? Yeah. And is it true in your previous job experiences, have you attracted bosses or coworkers who maybe um, didn't really see you very well? <laughs> Oh, yeah, you pegged it. <laughs> okay, because I'm just seeing this when I'm in your throat chakra and I'm asking about career. I'm, like, showing this historical, you know, where you get excited, you get a job, it sounds good. You know, the, the job sounds like it's a good job. The people seem wonderful. And then after you're in it for a few months, you notice that they're not listening to you, perhaps, or in really honoring your work. You know, they're 
you know, they're not as appreciative as you would like them to be. Is that true? That's exactly right. Okay. So, so now, have you thought about how you would do that differently? Because one of the things we all know, you know, as we study spirituality, that anything that we're a part of and we want it to be different or we don't like the way it is, we are the common denominator. So somehow we are affecting the situation ourselves, right? It's about us too, not just how other people are acting, but it's about ourselves as well. Yeah. So have you thought about, you know, what, uh, what you would do differently? I have an idea if you haven't thought about it, but <laughs> so, so here's my idea. My idea is that I, I think you have to kind of talk yourself up a little bit. And, and I'm not saying that, you know, you're going to, you know, walk into an office and, and act like you're conceited or that you're not caring to other people. I don't think that's how you, you roll anyway. But I do, I do think that it's going to be important for you to, you know, say, and I did this and, and this is my idea because I think you have ideas in your head that you want to share, but you feel uncomfortable allowing yourself to be seen. Yeah. All right. So let's say you get, you know, with your new job, you come home and you have some great ideas because you tend to do a lot of um, what I call a master planning in the evening, you know, like 536 <laughs> after work, your brain's on fire and you're doing like master planning. Is that true? Yeah. Okay. So let's say, you, you know, you're doing this master planning for your employer who's very fortunate to have you do this master <laughs> planning. But then when you get to work you know, the next day, you lose your confidence or somebody else comes up with an idea, even though it's opposite of yours, you just back away. You pull out, you know, you, you retract. Yeah. Okay. So what I'd love for you to work on between now and the next new job is self-confidence, you know, reminding yourself that you have great ideas, that they're probably something that your employer is going to be thrilled. One of the reasons when they interviewed you, your spark and your spunk excited them and your enthusiasm for the workplace you know, inspired them. And that's one of the reasons why they hired you. And so they expect you to come in with these fiery ideas. So how can, you know, how, how can you work on that self-confidence or have you thought about that you needed to? Yes, I, I have been aware of that for a while and, and, um, but I don't know if it's fear of rejection or fear of failure or, or which one, but I know that that's holding me back. Right. Well, let's just assume that the rejection has already happened. Okay, so the rejection has already happened. The fear of failure has already happened, so it can't get worse. It can only move up. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. Okay, so here's what I would love for you to do. It's called mirror work. I, I want you to look in the mirror, make direct eye contact, so you're going to look into your beautiful face, and you're going to tell yourself what a wonderful person you are, how talented you are, how gifted you are, how inspirational you are, how you have great ideas. There's a book written by Anthony Robbins. It's called The Giant Within. I think that would be a good book to read. It's pretty thick, um, and it gives great ideas on how to maintain, gain, and evaluate one's self-confidence. He's got great tools in it. Okay. Okay, so that's what I think needs to happen before you go get the the next job, maybe even before you decide on what you want to do, because I think when you're in this kind of feeling this lack of self-confidence, then you're not going to choose careers that are worthy of you. That's true. You're going to choose under your abilities. So let's work on this mirror stuff for like three months, if you can, before you move on to another career. Okay. Okay, you can do that. I can do that. Excellent. Thank you. Will you keep me posted? I will. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. Thanks, Marie. All righty. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
All right, we're going to take a little break here, and we'll come right back with more of the Marie Manu Sherry Show. Just want to give those phone numbers out one more time here. You can call in at 877-825-8828. That's 877-825-8828. That's toll-free anywhere in the world, I think, Woo-hoo! on that one. Or uh, locally, 425-373-5527. That's 425-373-5527. Great, and we'll be right back. Listen to the Marie Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet every Thursday at noon and 7 p.m. Brought to you by Gwen Williams, Space Transform, Interior Redesign and Feng Shui. That is spacetransform.com. The Marie Manu Cherry Show is streamed live over the internet. So if you have friends or family members living outside of the Seattle area, wanting answers to life's questions, encourage them to listen to the show and to call into the show to talk with Marie. If you are interested in receiving guidance on an issue in your life, call Marie locally at 425-373-5527 or toll-free at 1-877-825-8828 for her insight into your situation. Living Music Radio, high-vibe music and talk. Treat yourself. To Living Music Radio with Janet, Narion, and special guests. Living Music Radio, high vibe music and talk. It's all about the magic of music and sound. Mm. With all that's going on these days, there's a real need for positive, uplifting music and radio. Living Music Radio. Living Music Radio. For showtimes, go to livingmusicradio.com. Marie will be offering her weekend Reiki workshop again this year. This workshop will introduce you to your spirit guides and teach you how to move energy from a distance. This March workshop is almost full, so if you're interested in attending, please call Marie's office directly at 425-825-5671 for enrollment availability. Marie will offer this Reiki workshop again in July and November on the east side at the Marriott Redmond Town Center. This transformative workshop is open to all levels of experience and will certify you in Reiki 1, 2, and 3. Join Marie for an empowering weekend. For more information, visit her website, energyintuitive.com. Clear, clean, and crisp. Check us out in digital quality sound on FM 98.9 HD3. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. I'm Marie. I'm an energy intuitive. I live in Seattle, Washington. And if you're listening to this and you live someplace else in the world, then you're listening to it streamed live over the internet, which is absolutely fantastic. We're thrilled for this, this all this new technology. We can listen to any radio show we want pretty much anytime we want. And that's exciting. Um, so today we're talking about the fifth chakra. It's located in the throat. The other term for it is the throat chakra. It governs your adenoids, tonsils, teeth, mouth, gums, Anything in the upper GI system along with the thyroid gland and the cervical vertebrae, so your neck. So if you have problems, if you've got periodontal disease, you've, you know, tonsillitis, if you've got neck pain, then you're probably having problems speaking your truth. And truth is a hard thing for most people. I believe truth is about personal power. Many people are uncomfortable with their personal power. We have a, a tendency of, as a society to think that power means power over, so we retract, hold back. And we don't allow ourselves to truly be in an empowered state, which really, in my mind, means to be vulnerable, to realize that you're safe no matter how you may 
express your true feelings, that regardless, even if people don't appreciate your feelings or can't understand why you have those feelings, that that doesn't really matter. They're your feelings. They're valuable. They're important. And that's where the power comes from. So we're talking to callers um, today about the fifth chakra or any other question people have. Um, as you listen to the show, people ask pretty much whatever they want, and I do the very best I can to give them answers. So how are we doing on that, Eric? We're doing great. We've got uh, Karay on the line right now calling from Seattle. Great. Hi, Karay. Hi, Marie. How are you? Um, I'm so grateful you take my call. This is wonderful. Wonderful. Um, I'm in a, in a hell of a situation with <laughs> transition right now. Okay. I don't feel what I, I, I want to do. I've been trying many things, like um, um, acupuncture and and. and Naturopathic medicine mm, and, and for you. the latest one was um, nursing. Ah. And I went through a whole year of nursing and I I I failed by two one credit class and um, I have I tried to redo again and I even contested the decision because I thought I have a disability and I thought I was not given the chance right. with the with the um, clinical mm-hmm. and. So far, I hasn't done anything. So I guess my question is, is um, should I contest? <laughs> should I redo the the, 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 the the program all over again in another school, mm-hmm. which sh- should happen in, in summer? Mm-hmm. Or should I just move all together to, from something totally different? And I was told I, um, I have the same um, thing in my chart that you do. Ah, by this Ayurvedic, uh, ah, by sweet Dennis. Yes. <laughs> He's and a he, sweetheart. He, yeah, he told me to call you. And, oh, and wonderful. Said, and said I should take classes and do what you do. Oh, I think that's great. I, I encourage people to follow their heart and find their destiny and do the things that really bring them joy. First of all, I just want to compliment you on taking all those classes. I mean, those are hard classes, and so I congratulate you on your prerequisites and getting into a program. I know that that takes a lot of work and effort and dedication, so congratulations. Thank you. You're welcome. So when I scan your energy and I look at your body, I move into your second chakra. You know, That's the highlighted area for me. It's in the pelvic cavity. It governs reproductive organs, the kidneys, the adrenal glands, the lower back, the bladder, the appendix. So that's the area I'm in. And when I'm in there, I'm in just a swirl of energy, just almost as if I'm in a chaotic energy. So it lets me know how scared you are and how, you know, frustrated you are. And again, of course, what you said when you came to the phone, that you don't know what to do. You're kind of stuck. It also lets me know because the second chakra vibrates to the second layer of the field. And it's the second layer of the field where the emotions are. It's called the emotional response center. And these are your emotions for yourself and your life. And so in, in my mind, you don't In my opinion, you don't allow yourself to feel your emotions for your life. So that's been the challenging part. It's like you're used to hearing what other people say is good for you or what you should be doing or what you think society thinks that you should be doing. And you've been a very good student of being an appropriate, you know, kind individual on the planet. And but yet you haven't yet really given yourself permission to listen to your own soul, your own soul's um, desires which is how you get to your your life path or your destiny is really listening to the voice within. So the homework assignment that I'm going to recommend that you do is to quietly like move inside your body, almost like in a meditative state, which I think will be a little challenging for you because your mind's busy and your emotions Uh are busy. So it may take some practice or you might want to take a class 
So you can tune into your emotional place and give yourself permission to be present with your own feelings, not everybody else's feelings, but yours. And once you can spend some time in your abdominal cavity, like maybe remember what your belly button looks like or visualize reproductive organs. And since you've had anatomy and physiology, that'll be easy for you. Uh-huh. So you somehow sit with patience in that lower you know, abdominal area of your body. And then you ask yourself, what am I feeling now? And you may not know the answer right away. You may go, mm, I don't know, I'm not really feeling anything. And it may take a while before you can get down to your feelings for yourself in your life. This is going to be very important to gain an awareness of what you're feeling as an individual. I think before you go on and take some, make some decisions. I'm not getting a no about the nursing career. I'm not sure if you need to take some time off and, and kind of get back into this place of patience and learning to sit with yourself. You know, I'm not really sure what the what the answer is in terms of making the final decision, but I'm not getting an, a complete no about the nursing. And it could be because, you know, you want to work in a way where you help other people. You know, and nursing is one of those ways. But maybe there's a different way that your body is going to feel more comfortable participating in. So that's why I think it's going to be important to get inside your abdominal cavity and learn to sit with patience and ask yourself, what am I feeling? And get comfortable with your emotions. Once you do that in a fairly significant you know, way, in other words, you can get down there. It doesn't take hours or days and you can sense an emotion. Then you want to ask while you're in that space with awareness of your own feelings, what is in my highest good? What, what is in my destiny? What is the next best step for me to take to move in my career path? That's where the answers are, are deep inside of you and always have been and always will be. So that's what I think needs to happen. And, and you are very intuitive. Like right now, you're more in that abdominal area than you probably have been in weeks. And I think probably when we get off the phone, you're going to feel calm because the, the energy in your second chakra is actually calming down. <laughs> and, and because you are a, a person who has strong intuitive abilities, all the more reason that you need to connect to yourself at a very deep level because that really is a great guidance system for you. Not what other people think or what they have decided that's in your best interest, but what you think about yourself as an individual. Mm. Mm. So do you think you'd be able to practice that? Um, that means just to go sit and go explore what's there. Yes. And ask for what I feel. What am I feeling right now? What What is my feeling right now? And after you've done that for a little while, then you can ask some And you're getting results. Because the feeling could, back, come, could come back, I'm really sad right now. And that's okay. You can just, all right, I'm sad. Dang. Oh, well, I'm sad. You know, it's, it's like giving yourself permission to have an awareness of your emotions, not run away from them, not move back into the brain and disorient yourself and disconnect yourself from your source. <laughs> but to give yourself permission to be in awareness of your emotional state and then ask those questions that you really want to know the answers to. I believe that you are meant to have a career in some way helping others. Perhaps you would prefer to have it in a way that feels more mystical or spiritual rather than related to modern medicine. Oh, you're breaking off. I don't hear ah. you. Well, well, I'm just going to say it again, is that perhaps you want to have a career that's more mystical or spiritual, not necessarily created to, you know, connected to modern medicine. But you're not going to know until you sit down there with yourself and ask those questions. So that's what I'm working on. Okay. Well, I'm so sorry that you're not able to hear this piece right now. I will let you know, though, that this is going to repeat tonight uh, at 7 o'clock. And it will be downloaded on my website, and it will be podcasted as well. So it will be archived and podcasted, as all the shows are. 
So I hope that helps. And it will be contacted as well. Okay. All right. So we're going to actually just move on along. Yeah, let's move on to Sonia now. She's calling from Seattle. Hi, Sonia. Hi. Thank you so much for taking my call. You're welcome. Thank you so much for calling. And I just (laughs) love your energy, by the way. Yeah, you do a good, good job of maintaining a beautiful, balanced energy state. Thank you so much. Thank you. So so what do you do to do that? I'll listen to your show. (laughs) Uh. Well, that's very kind, but my show's only on for one hour once a week, you know, live. So you've got a lot of other hours during the day. What else are you doing? Positive thinking. Not getting caught up in, um, you know, the negative. Oh, it's gorgeous. Congratulations. Eating well, exercise, you know, the basics. (laughs) Oh, it's just beautiful. Thank you so much for doing that. What can I do for you today? Well, I I was actually wondering if I could just get kind of a general scan. Sure, sure, sure. I I had been experiencing um, kind of a lack of energy the last few months, which has gotten much better. All right. By kind of doing some things to strengthen my adrenal glands, I'm yeah. not even sure if that was the problem, but I'm <laughs> I'm wondering if it even is anything physical or if it's right spiritual or right. chakra. I think that was very wise of you and intuitive to do some things to nurture your adrenal glands. Adrenal glands are huge and can be upset very simply by fear or worry or stress. And so then they tend to overwork and it can affect even the rest of our immune system. So I think that was very smart and intuitive on your part. When I scan your body and I haven't, you know, uh, one area comes to mind, so I haven't really jumped into every chakra, but I go directly to your spine, you know. So I'm I'm in the whole length of the spine from like C1 to the tip of your coccyx. And so it's highlighted for me. And the spine is about your will. So it's about your will in, in life, how you allow yourself to roll, if you will, in life, or do you get off track and not allow yourself to be connected to spirit? You know, do you somehow avoid the will of the divine, if you will, (laughs) and kind of decide on how it's supposed to be? So your spine looks strong to me. And so when I see this type of strength, it's, it's strong in terms of the energy is very strong in the spine. It's heavy. It means to me that that is a challenge for you. It's a metaphor letting me know that sometimes surrendering and getting out of the way is hard, you know, because you have good ideas, you're, you have, I think, um, great integrity, you're very kind, you have a good sense of self-awareness. So of course, I know what I need to do. But that, (laughs) that whole aspect of power is also about surrendering, getting out of the way. And I think you're surrendering more than you probably ever have. And your back's freaking out a little bit, which is probably making you somewhat tired. Mm. Yeah. So here's your mantra. I surrender. I surrender to the will of the divine, easily and effortlessly. Oh, I like that. Good. And I would just kind of repeat this in your head, you know, several times throughout the day. And and what you'll notice is you're going to notice more help from the, the spiritual world. You'll notice that things will resolve much quicker and faster here on the earth plane. You'll be able to ask for what you want, and it will just magically unfold without having to do a lot of research or backtracking or investigation. And then that means like house repairs or buying the food that you want or anything of that nature because you're going to really align to the divine and get out of the way. And interesting enough, as we're speaking, you're actually letting go. You know, I'm seeing stagnant energy moving out of your spine. Um, which Yay. Is, yes, it's beautiful. <laughs> I, I would, I, I kind of do want to tell you because I'm in the back and the adrenal glands are in the back part mm-hmm. of the body. I, I do feel like whatever you were doing for your adrenal glands was a good idea. And I, you know, if it feels good to you, I'd 
maybe keep it up. In other words, you know, if you feel like, mm, I think I'm just going to do that a little bit longer, if that is a sense for you, then I would recommend that since I'm still in the back of the body and the adrenal glands are Wonderful. present in that part of the body. So uh, what I'm also getting, I love it when I get more downloads of information about people in two months. So let's just say, let's just say the beginning of May. Um, that in the, the beginning of May, you're going to feel like you've let go of like a big Mack truck. So in other words, you're going to feel Wonderful. like a big block has just driven off the, a cliff that you don't need anymore. You know, that it got recycled beautifully in the, in, in the energy world. So it's not coming back to you. It's not creating junk out in space. It's going to be let go in a very healthy, wonderful way. And you'll be able to proceed in life with less baggage, if you will. And you're going to feel a lot more connected and lighter and wiser and more purposeful in your life. Wonderful. So I, w- I want to say thank you for doing all your hard work because you worked really hard to get here. <laughs> thank you. Um, back to what you said about kind of surrendering to the divine. Mm-hmm. And I, I think I'm not just speaking for myself here, but I think... Right. I'm I always forget that. I have this image that comes up when I think of the divine from <laughs> right. the, uh, the god of my childhood, <laughs> yeah. which I'm trying to get away from, but right. he's just there. I totally <laughs> understand, and, and that is very valid and important because not everyone is comfortable with the word god or divine. Um, you can use the word creation. You can use universe. Um, any language that feels good to you that has an essence of you being supported and loved by a magical essence of all of life. Energy. Energy is a, a word which, of course, in my opinion, God is energy. So you could use energy, benevolence, unless that gives you that image of the older guy sitting in a chair up in heaven telling everybody what to do. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, so do you think you'll be able to come up with some language? Well, I, I have, okay. and I do use that language, but in the back of my mind, subconsciously, I think, <gasps> I'm committing idolatry, or, I, <laughs> you know, I'm, I, you know. So what's, so what's the language that you use? I often use the word goddess. Yeah, that's lovely. Because uh, cre- universe. Great. So whichever word for you gives you the highest feeling of energy, vibration, and frequency, that's how you know you're using language that really supports you. So as you're going through words and you say one out loud and you just feel warmth and high energy expanded and and maybe you sit up straight and you feel energized, that's a great word to use. Okay. I will keep up with that. (laughs) Good. Great. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Let's talk to Nicole now. She's calling from Seattle. Thank you, Eric. And Eric, thank you so much for all your running back and forth. I really appreciate it. Oh, my pleasure. Like I say, it's good to burn off those calories. (laughs) Hi, Nicole. What can I do for you today? Hi, Marie. It's Nicole. Um, Hi, Nicole. I know you. How are you? You know me well. Um, I am pretty good. How are you? I'm fantastic. Thank you. So, um, well, I'm calling because, you know, it's the fifth chakra, and I spoke my truth last week. And I lost my job. <gasps> oh, my goodness gracious. <laughs> and I feel great. <laughs> <laughs> Might be a sign. Might be um, a sign. Yeah. And I guess my question is, okay, so now I'm going, okay, I'm totally focused on my business. and good feel really you. good and getting things together. And, um, but, of course, money is a concern, and I'm wondering, okay, do I just focus on this and put all my energy towards that? I'm also thinking about an, another 
avenue to go down, mm-hmm. which um, is a more community-oriented. Mm. And I'm excited about that, but that's going to take a while. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just kind of, um, I guess, nervous about with the economy and everything. You know, right. how can I right. keep my income, keep something coming in, and will it? And, like, do you see, what do you see for my forecast. <laughs> well, as you know, I've always seen a bright future for you. I think you're an incredible healer and you're gifted and knowledgeable and very wise. You know, anyone who sees you as a patient is very fortunate to have you as a health practitioner. So you. you're welcome. And it's true. It's very true. Um, and what I want to point out here is the word focus. I think it's important to focus on what you want versus what you don't want. Because as we all know, you know, all, all of us out in radio world that are working on mysticism and co-creation, we know that what we focus on is what we're also attracting into our life. Mm-hmm. And so despite any economic problems that may be present or not present in the world, depending on who you are and what's happening in your life, you can focus on having an abundant life, a life that is blessed with wealth and joy and health and love. You know, so you already know what you want. You know how you want to have a relationship with your clients. You know how you, you want to affect the community or the world at large. So that's how I would maintain your focus. Okay. And the fact that you're feeling energized and happy after getting fired is a really great sign. It's, <laughs> and that's, you're a perfect example about speaking one's truth and becoming empowered because the outcome from a social perspective may look like, oh, great, I said that and now I don't have a job. Life sucks. Yeah. <laughs> but the reality is you said how you felt. It, it, it turned out that you weren't compatible in the workforce, and now you feel better and happier and inspired to go out in the world and do more of what you want to do. Mm-hmm. I kept seeing an image in my head as you spoke. When I first um, started doing energy work, I worked for a physician doing medical intuitive diagnoses and energy work, and we had a different concept of beliefs about healing. And when I approached her with my thoughts about it, I, ha- I didn't get fired per se, but I didn't get any clients from referral from her after that. There was right. a disagreement and, and I was newly divorced and had a mortgage and three younger children and all of that. And I was a little bit worried, but I, but I stayed focused on the fact that I wanted to be true to myself and speak about healing in the way that resonates most with me. Mm-hmm. And I was rewarded for that. I, my clientele built up rather quickly. You know, I was back to a full-time practice within about seven months. You know, I had to come home and build up my practice. And everything just, per, you know, positively went in a positive direction. And because I had that whole memory of that experience while you were explaining your story, and don't think of seven months because it doesn't have to be seven months. It, it doesn't even have to be one day. You can have a fulfilling, valuable, wonderful life by staying in focus with what you really not what you really want, not the things that scare the heck out of you. Okay. Which would be, oh my gosh, I'm not going to have enough money. You don't want to focus on that. E- even if you notice your bank account getting a little bit shorter, you still want to focus on, wow, I I'm supported. I have wealth. I'm valuable. I'm empowered to be who I am. Yeah, you know, and I'm working on that with my boyfriend, and we're and I got scared the other night, and I'm like, okay, let's sit down. And think of all the wonderful things about each other and what we want and stay focused. And then it's like this constant, okay, just ignoring that little voice of negativity. Like, okay, nope, just shut up. Okay, I'm going to focus over here. So it just helps so much to, like, talk to you and hear this. And repeated I, I love what you and your boyfriend did. Do that every day. Yeah, you know? that's what my goal. Yeah, make it a ritual because it does help when you do it with another person. It expands the energy exponentially and feeds stronger energy 
to the area of your life that you're focusing on. And everyone, Nicole, has those thoughts in the back of their head, myself included. And on a good day, I don't have a big awareness of them. But on a more challenging day, yeah, I have to sit down and go, wait a minute. What do I really want? Because I've just been thinking about all the things I don't want as if they're already here haunting me. Right. <laughs> and so that is the, the human condition, this place where we go into fear and lack and we believe that we're not a valuable part of the universe when we are. And, and you are cherished and adored and loved. And there's nothing that makes the universe happier than to see you living your life as you planned and destined and wanted it to be. Yay. Yeah, I'm trying to get out of the way and just let things happen by staying positive. So thank you very much. You're welcome. And I'll send, of course, light your way as I will all of the callers and wish all of you a wonderful day and a happy future and and all of those wonderful things. All right. Thank you. Thanks for calling. And congratulations for getting fired. That was good. Oh, (laughs) thanks. All righty. Have a wonderful day. You too. Bye-bye. So today we've been talking about personal power, fifth chakra. So, you know, some people see the chakras, you know, differently than others. I'm certainly someone who I have full sight of the human energy system. So that means I can see the anatomy and physiology. I can scan people's body and look at the chakra system and their energy within their body. Um, That's what I do professionally on the radio or in my private practice or classes that I'm teaching. And as you know, if you've been listening to the show, I'm teaching on the third Wednesday of every month at the Redmond Town Center located in Redmond in Washington State. And so if you're you know, listening from far away, I'm so sorry they're not able to attend the classes, but fly in. And um, my Ricky workshops begin in March. They're two and a half day events. And so there'll be one March and one in July and one in November. We have a few spots left in the March one. Um, and that one's in the Seattle Courtyard, downtown Lake Union. And, of course, you can always log on to my website, www.energyintuitive.com, and you can sign up for my free newsletter. There'll be one coming out in the first week of March, so it's a quarterly newsletter. And there's a a new area this year where um, people who... um, write in who have questions write into the newsletter and I answer their questions on the newsletter kind of a dear Abby but kind of a dear energy medicine person what's going on with me and then of course I'll have uh, lovely articles that I've written about awareness or health or consciousness or whatever happens to make me happy that day so um, that's what's going on and then on March 5th In the afternoon, we're going to have Lynn Robinson. She wrote a book called Divine Intuition. She's a a celebrated intuitive who's the author of seven books. And she will be live on the show from the East Coast, and she'll be answering callers' questions as well. She's lovely. I had a session with her, and I was just very impressed with her gifts and her talents. So be sure to tune in. And as always, you can listen to the show at 7 o'clock in the evening. We'll repeat it, or it's archived on the website, or it's podcasted. So there's a lot of ways to listen to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. And I just want to thank all the listeners out there who call in, who appreciate the show. Thank you so much. It is still one of my absolute favorite things to do. And so I wish all of you a wonderful and happy and lovely day. If you're here in Seattle, it's about 56 degrees, and I hope that you enjoy every moment of it. Have a wonderful day. Joyful blessings. Bye-bye. Marie will be offering her weekend Reiki workshop again this year. 
This workshop will introduce you to your spirit guides and teach you how to move energy from a distance. This March workshop is almost full, so if you're interested in attending, please call Marie's office directly at 425-825-5671 for enrollment availability. Marie will offer this Reiki workshop again in July and November on the east side at the Marriott Redmond Town Center. This transformative workshop is open to all levels of experience and will certify you in Reiki 1, 2, and 3. Join Marie for an empowering weekend. For more information, visit her website, energyintuitive.com. Views expressed on the preceding program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. This is Alternative Talk, 1150 AM, KKNW Seattle, and KWJZ 98.9.